is going on, guys? You're listening to Be The Light Podcast with Justin and Kat Ryder, and today is episode number two. I am excited for this podcast. We're going to go over a bunch of stuff, but episode number two is going to talk a lot about mindset, a lot about entrepreneurship through a biblical perspective. You see, a lot of times... When you are trying to improve of yourself, improve on who you are, your business, your leadership skills, you hear all these motivational speakers talking about these certain topics that you're like, huh, I think I heard that from someplace before. We're going to get into that today. So today's episode will cover five different topics, but before we get into that, Let's talk a little bit about why we got into entrepreneurship and, you know, just the background story, just to give you a little bit of a premise of who we are. Yeah, I mean, if we're to, you know, kind of rewind back in time, you know, when you're in high school, that's when everyone's thinking about what they want to do with their life, what their next steps are, what career path they're going to go on. Um, And I think for me, I never knew what I wanted to do. I never really had a passion for anything. And also, I was a very shy, introverted, and insecure person. So I was too scared to do anything because I didn't really want to talk to people. (laughs) But, um, you know, but there was one thing I was passionate about, and that was ministry. Right. And I would love to be in, you know full-time ministry or whatever that is. And, you know, people always say, you know, everyone has a calling on their life. Everyone has a purpose. And, you know, it took me a really long time to figure it out for myself what that was. And, you know, when you're in the waiting, it can be discouraging. Like when you're always questioning yourself, like, what am I doing? What is my purpose? But, you know, that's just kind of a background on me. Just never really knew what to do. I Like meeting you at a young age, you, you had your passion, you know, you kind of were set in what you wanted to do in life. And so for me, it was just kind of like supporting that. Right. Yeah. I mean, with myself being in the automotive industry for so long, you know, my parents are in the automotive industry. So, you know, grew up around cars, grew up around painting cars, fixing cars. And so that's kind of been my identity since I was a little kid. And I loved it. Um, So, yeah, growing up in the industry, working it, you know, full-time job since 17, 18 years old. And I thought that that was going to be it for the rest of my life. I thought I was going to be painting cars, fixing cars. You were good at it. Yeah, I guess so. You were good at what you did. And, you know, we end up moving here to Nevada just because we wanted change. We wanted you know, to just experience more of what life had to offer, travel. We like to go on road trips. We like to experience new things. Right, like change. Yeah, and, you know, you came here, continued in the auto body industry. I started off, you know, just kind of staying at home, and I really just had this, like, deep yearning inside of me. (laughs) Like, I want to do, you know, just something big. Like, I want to make a difference. I want to serve and inspire other people. 
but just didn't really have any direction on where to go with that. Yeah. And I think one, there was a, I feel like there was a few turning points that kind of helped open our eyes and like allowed us to give us more vision was one, our first like mastermind event that we went to, mm-hmm. um, the Driven event. Yeah, it was Driven 5. That was our first mastermind we went through, went to, and there was a speaker. He came up on stage. He gave a really incredible speech, but he ended it with a story about an animal in Kansas City reckoned by the Lakota tribe, which is the buffalo. And the Lakota tribe talks about this buffalo they call Tatanka, that whenever a storm will come through, that these buffaloes would charge to the storm. And all the cattle, all the rest of the livestock would just kind of just stay there, stay in place and just get beat by the storm. But he went on to say that these buffaloes, the reason why they go through the storm or they run towards the storm is it be it lessens the damage and the time it takes to go through the storm rather than just sitting through it and waiting through the storm. And so that for me was a real key turning point in my life because we got home that night and... I just had walked through the door, sat down on my couch. It was 9.06 at night. I get a text message from my boss saying that I have been let go for the third time. And it was at that point my stomach just dropped. But everything happens for a reason. That story that I was told a few hours before about chasing and charging the storm, that was the turning point for us. Yeah, I feel like, you know, that mastermind was kind of our saving grace in a sense, like, you know, sitting there and hearing all the speakers and everything that they went through, all the challenges that they went through, you know, how it wasn't easy for them to reach their success. You know, it kind of opened our eyes like, oh, wow, you know, like we're not alone kind of thing. And I feel like that's kind of what helped us mentally Mm -hmm. get through your third layoff and kind of opening our eyes like all right you know like i think that opened our eyes like no one's coming to save us right we need to save ourselves we can't depend on anyone we need to depend on ourselves yep and so that was like one turning point and then i think the other turning point for me was you know my fitness journey also really helped kind of change my life and mindset and you know, going through 75 hard, which is like a fitness mental toughness program, you know, it opened my eyes to see that, wow, we really are lazy. We really do waste a lot of our days, waste a lot of our time, Watching you know, TV. not, yeah, not, and not doing anything purposeful right. with our time. And, you know, at that point we were at a point where, you know, I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yep. Like, Nothing's changing because we're not changing, you know, and that's the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over again, expecting a different result. And so I think at that point I realized like, okay, if I want to change, if I want to do anything with my life, I need to get out of my comfort zone. No matter how shy or introverted I am, I can't use that as an excuse. 
I need to get out of my comfort zone if I'm going to do anything with my life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I remember praying, you know, for God to help us become financially free. And although I wish he would have just threw money in our lap, (laughs) that's not, you know, that's not how he works. He's not a genie. Right. But, you know, he's going to, you know, put us through whatever we need to learn and have us work for it. But he did give us an opportunity. And, you know, the opportunity was through our business Mm -hmm. and, you know, kind of how he led us to that. And I believe that that was an answer to our It was truly a godsend. So, like... When I would go into these shops, I would help build the shops, scale those shops, increase sales, increase bottom line profits. And we would also take the shops that I was working with at the time to proven shops that had done this before in the, in the past. And we were out in California at a buddy shop and he just had built a 10,000 state of the art, 10,000 square foot state of the art facility And he was telling me that he used his life insurance policy to fund the entire build, all the tools, all the equipment. And that just completely, I was mind blown because it's like, how the heck did you use your life insurance Mm -hmm. policy to build this multimillion dollar business? And Mm -hmm. so he went on to explain like, you know, the ins and outs of it. And that just intrigued me. And the rabbit hole began. Yeah, and I remember you kind of telling me about it after, like, you have did your research and, like, listened to different podcasts about it, and I remember thinking that it sounded illegal, <laughs> like, kind of too good to be true, but, yeah, and when we were praying, you know, to become financially free, and someone reached out to me about, you know, a business opportunity where, you know, we could earn more cash flow and whatnot. For me, like I didn't see that as a scam. Like I feel like scarcity mindset, you see things as a scam. And, you know, if you have more of an abundance mindset, you can see everything as an opportunity. And so I'm always an open person Mm -hmm. to hear people out. And so I was open to hear what he had to say. And, you know, lo and behold, he's talking about, what you were just researching on was like the life insurance. And so it was kind of like, well, this is crazy, you know? And so I was just like, okay, got licensed in within seven days. And I just feel like God was just kind of connecting the dots for us to kind of go down this path and like seeing how far we've come since we've started is just crazy. And the vision that God has given us to build this business I'm just excited to see where it goes and to take everyone on the journey. And the best part is that, you know, this isn't something we, you know, we're like, let's start a financial firm. Mm -hmm. Like, not at all. You know, and what's great about this business is you can truly lead people to financial freedom and the reward that you get from it is so satisfying. Because you see them buying houses, you see them buying cars, you see them investing from the advice that you give them, the coaching that you're giving them. And so that's the reward that the Lord is now giving us 
instead of, you know, me fixing cars. And so what we're going to talk about today is five different topics. These topics are surrounding yourself with the right people. Number two is manifestation. Three is discipline. Four is vision. And the last is hard work. And so what we're going to do is we're going to break it down and we're going to correlate the two because like I said, this podcast, what we want to do is share our thoughts through a biblical perspective, through a biblical lens. And so the first topic that we're going to talk about is hanging around the right people. You see, you hear it all over the place with self-development or business growth, you know, coaches saying, if you hang around four millionaires, you're bound to be the fifth. And that's so true because you are putting yourself and surrounding yourself with people of the same mindset. And so I think when you correlate that to a believer of what the Bible says a believer should do, I think it's powerful. Yeah, I mean, you know, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 15, 33, uh, do not be deceived, bad company ruins good morals. And so, you know, you are who you hang around with. Um, and yeah, I think obviously you don't want to be someone that's hanging around someone that gossips or has a negative mindset, is always complaining about things, you know, or maybe someone that just lives a life of complacency and comfortability. Like if you're someone that wants more for your life um, or you want to grow, then you need to hang around the people that are doing that because you are a product of your environment. And, you know, that's even something, you know, that we would want to teach our kids is just making sure that the people you choose to be around, you know, is just a reflection of who you are. Right. And, you know, you want to be around people that have discipline, mm -hmm. you know, and I think too, like, you know, as we get into the other topics and like how we got into entrepreneurship is like, you know, at first it can be like, oh, you know, we're chasing money or success or material things. But really, like, yeah, money does not make you happy. You know, when we lived in Hawaii, we were financially comfortable, you know, didn't really struggle. We move here to Nevada. You know, we experience job loss, you know, not having as much financially, but we were more happy here right. because we just enjoy the environment here a lot better. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, like for me, it's like, I know we're not chasing money because if that was the case, we would have moved back home a long time ago, right. you know, where it was easy. But I feel like this journey of entrepreneurship is one, growing our faith. Mm -hmm. Because back in Hawaii, we lived a very comfortable life. Mm -hmm. We didn't have to rely on faith a lot because we knew we had job security. Yep. We're here, you know, we're having to rely on our faith and trust in God that he will provide. We're not living a life to comfortability. And I feel like there's power in that. And, 
yeah, just, you know, being on this entrepreneurship journey, it ties so strongly with the same aspects of how we're to live our life as a believer. And so I think, you know, that's just the correlation that we're making. Yeah, absolutely. Second topic that I want to talk about is manifestation or gratitude or shouting affirmations, right? You hear people all the time saying, manifest the life that you want. Oh, I'm manifesting this into uh, into the life. universe, right. existence. Or, you know, have gratitude or shout your affirmations. And which is not wrong. Exactly. And when you look at that, that's what I was just going to say is when you look at that from a biblical lens, that's actually what the Lord wants you to do. Like a perfect example was I actually manifested that we would have a daughter. You know, and it was it's pretty cool because we had a daughter first. And, you know, a lot of people will say, well, you know, maybe that's a coincidence. I don't believe in coincidences because when you, the power is in the tongue, right? And when you speak life on, onto something, it's either you're going to speak life or you're going to speak death. Right. And that comes from Proverbs 18.21. You know, it says the tongue has the power of life and death. And so, you know, there is power in speaking life and speaking positively, you know, whether you want to call that manifesting or affirmations, um, you know, but there is biblical truth to that. And when you think about it, when God created the world, how did he create it? He spoke it. Right. And so to me, that just shows how there's power in what we say and creating things. And really because 80% of our thoughts are negative and then 95% of those are repetitive thoughts. So we're constantly repeating negative things to ourselves all day. And I, mm-hmm. I know that you've gotten into that rut mm-hmm. a lot, you know, after experience, experiencing multiple job loss and, you know, just being down on yourself And, you know, really, that's when we need to stop listening to ourselves and we need to start talking to ourselves and speaking that life, speaking positively to ourselves, speaking those, you know, positive affirmations to ourselves. And that's how we started recently. We've been starting our days with starting it off with gratitude. Mm -hmm. So we text each other every morning, you know, first thing in the morning, what we're thankful for, our gratitude to kind of just get us in the right mindset to start our day off on a positive note in the right mindset, you know, which is also very biblical. You know, it says in everything, give thanks for this is the will of God and Christ Jesus concerning you. First Thessalonians 518. And so that's in everything, no matter how dark the storm may be, there's always something to be thankful for. And even though we may not be where we want to be in life, just enjoying the journey along the way, because in this moment in time, I feel like God is developing us up to be the people we need to be for our future selves and the future people that we will help. Yep, absolutely. And next is discipline, 
and mental toughness, right? Being disciplined as a business owner or entrepreneur also comes hand in hand with having mental toughness because you can do the daily things in and out, but having to push through, having that mental fortitude to push through the highs and lows of being a business owner, you know, directly correlates to what we're just saying about being a believer as well. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's like when I think about it, like as a believer, we're already built to have the attributes to be an entrepreneur. You know, a lot of people like in the personal development space, business space, you know, they say don't rely on motivation. You have to rely on discipline, having that mental toughness. And for us as believers, we've already we already practiced that because we're called to die to our flesh. We're called to die to, you know, what our selfish desires right. are. And we're called to live a life of discipline. Like we got we were saved at a young age, like 16 years old. We've never went through like a partying stage. Mm -hmm. And I remember, you know, we got married young too. We got married at 20 years old. And I remember one of my coworkers telling me like, uh-oh, like, aren't you going to regret it? Aren't you going to miss that you're missing out on like your party and being wild stage? But as a believer, we already know that we're called to be different right. and live a different life. And so I knew I wasn't missing out on anything because we live for the long term and mm. not for the present and right. like instant gratification. And it's like, you know, we always hear the 1%, you know, are the ones that are successful. Why? Because they're willing to do what the other 99% are not willing to do. Mm -hmm. So as believers, we're already set apart. We're yeah. already made differently. And so you just add on entrepreneurship or business to that. It's not much harder different. or different, you know, and like for us, it's just being 1% in mindset too, like being committed to getting better every single day. And like that correlates to like walking out our salvation every day. Obviously we're not perfect people where there's always room for improvement. There's always, you know, things that we need to work on and just being 1% better every day and not having 99 reasons of excuses. Ooh, I like that. That's a good one. <laughs> Next topic I want to talk about is having vision. You know, when you're an entrepreneur and you know, you have this grand vision of what you want your business to look like, the people you want to serve, the communities you want to impact, you know, or even just simply changing your family's legacy, right? You set these grand visions, you set the perspective of how you want your business to look. And that's, that ties in so beautifully into being a believer is because us as believers need to have visions to serve other people to build the community, to, you know, glorify God and worship, you know. And when you think bigger, you know, we, we serve a great God. And to have a limited vision or a small mindset is kind of a disservice. Yeah, well, Proverbs 29, 18 says, where there is no vision, the people perish. And really, you know, 
we need leaders to rise up and have that vision or else, you know, how else are we going to serve people right. or, you know, make a difference in the world? And, you know, God had vision when he created the world and he still has a vision for the rest of eternity. And for us as believers, we have that vision of living for the long term. You know, our hope is eternity and just going through the long suffering, you know, like I said, we know how to delay gratification because we're living for a bigger purpose in the future. And, you know, that saying, when man makes plans, God laughs. And although that, that there is some truth to that, because it's like, you know, your plan was set in the auto body industry, but God totally worked a 180 on us. And, and I do believe that everything, you know, happened for a reason to lead us to this point. It's not easy, Definitely. but I know it will be worth it. And I, you know, I even remember having a conversation with you, like you wishing that we started business sooner. You thinking that it was like, cause because it was in the midst of COVID, you're like, oh, you know, like not thinking it might work, Yeah. but and I just remember telling you, like, God's timing is divine. Yeah. We're here in Nevada in the right divine time. We're doing this business in the right divine time. Yeah. And so just really holding on to that and, you know, knowing that God is ultimately, yes, God is ultimately in control, you know, having space for him to move. But at the same time, he's also a God of structure and order and not chaos. Yep. And so when it comes to like, when you have a vision or a plan, making sure that you have structure and order in your everyday life and not chaos. Mm -hmm. Like we stick, we try to stick to a strict schedule, mm -hmm. like and routine. We plan out our days almost to the T. Yeah. And obviously we know not every day is gonna go perfectly as planned, but you need to at least have some plan in right. place or you won't get to where you, you want to go. go. Right, exactly. And, I mean, that leads right to the last point of hard work. You know, in the Bible it says to take up your cross daily. You know, it's, it's going to be hard. It's going to be rough. It's going to be heavy. You know, the burdens is going to be heavy. But just because the burdens we put on ourselves are heavy, the Lord says to give it to Him, right? He will provide and we talk about this all the time where, you know, the Lord won't give you a bench. He'll give you a tree. Right. And, you know, putting in the hard work, putting in the time, the effort, you know, the, the continuous grind to, again, chasing the vision, chasing more of what you're called to do. Yeah, I mean, we're not... We're not called to be lazy. We are called to work hard. Yep. You know, in Proverbs 10.4, it says, lazy hands make for poverty, but diligent hands bring wealth. And kind of like I mentioned before, you know, it's not, it's not about money. It's not about chasing money or chasing success. But, you know, you always say money magnifies who you already are as a person. So if you're a good person you should want to have money absolutely, because you're going to do good things with it, mm -hmm. whether that's 
you know, helping charities or people in need or whatever it is. And I feel like that's just kind of our heart, you know, is just helping others, you know, reach financial freedom and then using our our finances to bless others as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Blessed to be a blessing. Awesome. Well, I mean, that concludes episode number two. We kind of went over those five different points. And like I said, with every episode that we drop, I want you to take one value bomb from it. If you took more, good. But I will touch on one thing that Kat just said is we all have a negative mindset. We have to stop listening to ourselves and start talking more. When we start talking more to ourselves, we give ourselves more self-belief, which in return pushes your dreams more. That is all for today. If you like this episode, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. Please share this episode so more people can hear it. But that is it. Y'all have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Stop.